Welcome to today's Word of Mom Radio here on the Word of Mom Media Network. I'm your host, Dory DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking the myth that mompreneurs and businesswomen, especially those of us building our businesses from home, that we're just dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done, we're not. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life. And I am excited about bringing today's guest in because I think she's going to hit the wheelhouse for a lot of our moms and mompreneurs out there. Julie Berninger left her corporate tech job during the pandemic to be a full-time work-at-home mom. Her Etsy shop side hustle earns her $1,000 or more per month selling printable products for bachelorette parties. While on maternity leave, Julie Cole founded Gold City Ventures, which is a company that helps women start side hustles like hers selling printables and digital downloads online. Over 3,000 students have taken her e-printables course with their top students earning over $150,000 on Etsy. And I love this. I think this is so timely. I love what you're doing, Julie. So welcome to Word of Mom Radio. Thank you for having me. It's exciting. It really is because I love how you turned a side hustle into a business. So for people that really don't know, what are printables, Julie? Printables are files that you make on your computer. And then when you list them on a site like Etsy, customers can download them and print them out on their home computer. They can be things like scavenger hunts, coloring pages for your kids. They could be printable gift tags. Maybe you're giving your kid's teacher a cute little baked good and you're putting a printable tag on it that says, thank you so much for teaching my kid whatever holiday it is type theme. Printables, you'll see them everywhere in the wild. You'll see them on Pinterest. But what you might not know is that somebody is making them and profiting off that file. And it's a, a very, very passive side hustle for moms, which is why I love it. You know, I want to dial back and take us on your journey, how you went from corporate tech to doing something like this. Absolutely. So when I was in my 20s, I was very driven financially to succeed. And I think it's because just I grew up kind of, I would call it regular middle class America. And I always had this kind of feeling that I wanted to do more and I guess make more money and kind of follow that American dream when I was older. So in my 20s, I was so, so focused on my job, and I ended up getting an awesome job in California and Silicon Valley in tech, which is like, if you want to work in tech, that's where you want to work, and the company I worked for was the company that people want to work for. But when I was there, I started to feel like I was missing something creatively, so what I would do is I would just binge podcasts. I'd binge them on my lunch break. I'd binge them when I was walking to and from work because I lived close to work. I was just so engrossed in this idea of learning more, starting an online business. And it was kind of crazy because at the time I was getting paid well at my job. So it wasn't like I was doing this because I wanted to make more money necessarily. I just felt like there was some part of me that knew I was meant to be an entrepreneur and I just wasn't living my truth when I was in a cubicle. I just, it wasn't who I wanted to be or who I was. So one day 
I was listening to a podcast about starting an Etsy shop. And I don't know why, but after that episode, I just said, you know what, I'm going to do something about this. Enough, I'm listening to a bunch of podcasts. I'm going to start an Etsy shop. And at the time, I was in my late 20s. I'm in my early 30s now. And I had been going to millions of bachelorette parties because all my friends were getting married. And I felt like there was a bachelorette party every weekend during that phase of my life. And whenever I would go, we would be shelling out 20, 40, 60 to the maid of honor to buy all these doodads, tank tops, sparkly, who knows what, that would get just thrown away at the end of the night. And it made me realize, wait, this is a great niche. Like this bachelorette niche, people are willing to pay a lot of money. They're not too picky about what they get. You don't need to be a genius to make something that looks good in the niche because everything is kind of like gaudy, sparkly stuff. So I decided I'm going to make an Etsy shop in this niche. But I didn't know what to make, and I'm not very crafty, so I actually made temporary tattoos. And I made the designs for the tattoos on my computer and then had them manufactured, and I sold them on Etsy. And that was actually booming because what's the cool thing about tattoos, they were so cheap to purchase. It was easy to store them. I could just store them in a little box in my apartment. And whenever someone would buy the tattoos, they'd buy in packs of like 15 or 20 because a lot of people are attending these parties. But the issue was that I had a corporate job and I also had an Etsy shop, and it became too hard to balance everything. I would need to, I didn't get an order every day, so I'd have to check the app, make sure I got the right order, make sure I had the right designs in stock, and it just became something that wasn't fun anymore. Even though I was making money on it, it just was too much for me. So I went to a conference because I wanted to learn more about online business, and I went completely by myself. I was so, at the time, I was pretty shy, and I can't believe I even went to this conference without knowing anyone. But for something, I just had this idea, like, I want to be an entrepreneur. I need to be around other people that are doing this. So I show up at the conference, didn't know anybody. I felt like a total weirdo, honestly. I was like, who do I sit with at lunch? I don't know anyone. And I ended up getting in line for a food truck. I get in front of the food truck, and this woman next to me, we just start talking, having that awkward conversation of like, oh, which taco are you going to order? What are you going to order? And then we became like little lunch buddies. And what I learned from her is that she's making six figures selling printables online. And I, had, I didn't even know what a printable was, or I'd seen them, but I hadn't heard of it. And then something like clicked in my head. I'm like, wait, why am I selling a physical product on Etsy? I could sell printables. I can make these things on my computer. And then infinite customers could essentially buy from me without me having to worry about the shipping, without me having to worry about the packaging or any of these things. So I switched to selling bachelorette party printables. I sold scavenger hunts. I sold decor where they can print out for the party, all these things. And my store just took off. And now it's a thousand dollar a month side hustle for me. And I can't believe it all sort of happened because of this awkward food truck conversation where I kind of put myself out there, but it's been great ever since. What kind of printables do you think are popular or do you know that are popular on Etsy? So holiday printables are where it's at on Etsy. Um, you can get in a niche like me, the bachelorette party, but the holiday printables seem to be what people are searching for. And for those of you that don't know, you know, Etsy is one of those marketplaces where you can buy personalized handcrafted gifts, but they also allow you to buy personalized, really cute printables. And a lot of people, and particularly the last couple of years in the pandemic, they're not necessarily shopping the same way they used to. They're shopping online and they're doing more stuff DIY in the holiday space. People are maybe giving their kids, teachers, or bus drivers a gift card, but they're looking for like a cute little package they can put the gift card in. Or they're looking for, you know, wall art that they're going to put up for St. Patrick's Day, but they're not going to invest in like spending tons of money on this wall art. Those type of printables are, are really booming on Etsy, and I think like the holiday niche is where it's at. How do you make a printable? So you use your computer, 
And the cool thing about this side hustle is that you do not need to be tech savvy at all because you can source the pictures to put on a printable from other people. So I typically buy a pack of clip art like Santa and reindeer and things like that, that some other artist designed and has the right commercial use license for me to use. And you can arrange that on a printable using a free online graphic design software, canva.com. And you can essentially just download it from that website and you can upload it and sell it on Etsy. And it's something that I thought I wasn't crafty enough to do or techy enough to do. And it turns out that it's super simple and it's really fun to make printables. I think that's so interesting. I'm serious. I never, ever thought of something like this and that just doing a printable, what do people print on? So if they download one of your printables, what does it transfer onto? So it will look best depending on what you're actually making for them. But a lot of the printables look best if you upgrade the paper to cardstock or something just a little bit thicker. Mm-hmm. And they cut them out. I mean, if you go on Pinterest.com and you type in printable or holiday printable, you're going to get tons of ideas and you'll be like, wow, I had no idea that there were this many printables or things that I could potentially make. But the customers, you know, they could technically print them out on regular white paper. And a lot of my customers in the bachelorette space, they're not necessarily investing in really good paper for this event. I mean, it's, they're printing out these bar crawl scavenger hunts on just regular letter size white paper. But what's cool is that it makes it low pressure for me because I don't want to do someone's wedding invitations as someone that's kind of, you know, in newer to making online design. What I love about doing holiday stuff or things that are more casual is that there's really like less pressure in that space. And I absolutely love how passive it can be. I have to laugh when you said about the wedding invitations as gifts for people. I used to calligraphy their Uh, envelope for the wedding invitations. And I gave this to a friend of mine. She had 210 guests. And her fiance was like, that's kind of chintzy. Until they went to the printer to pick up their invitations. And he asked, oh, you have a calligraphy service. How much is it? And she's like, $3.50 per envelope. And this was 20-something years ago. And he was like, what? Wow, tell Dory thanks. What a (laughs) gift. It was so funny because people don't realize there's a lot of work that goes into that. So I love the idea that you're creating something so simple and you really don't need to be a graphic designer because, okay. as you said, other people have ideas. What kind of things do you like to find or what's the easiest to find? The easiest to find, I think, and in particular, if you're a mom, kids games, things that kids can play on holidays to give the mom an extra second when she's hosting of like, okay, kids, I'm going to print out some coloring pages or some bingo games for you. You guys sit over there. You do that. And then I'm going to be getting the house ready for hosting Christmas or whatever. I tend to see, we've taken over 3000 students through our course. When we're hearing people get sales, because the cool thing about Etsy, it actually should change your phone when you get a sale. So we're hearing people post in the Facebook group on Christmas Eve, Christmas morning, like you won't believe it. Like my phone's going off the hook. And it's typically those kind of kids activities that people are buying at the last minute for the holidays. So those are the ones that I think are, are fun to make, but also because you can use it for your own kids. And that, or, you know, you can get in the the spirit of the holidays with those. And then it's fun to hear the result because you're getting it during these exciting times, like the holidays, the holiday lead up, et cetera. Please don't mind the dog in the background. It is word of mom radio. So, you know, (laughs) getting pet cameos, we're all for, you know, (laughs) I like the idea that people can do things last minute because you're not waiting for something to ship to you and things. So where you have to worry about the post office and this and that and everything else. I think it's a great idea that you can just hit a button and download 
Um, so for you, what are you selling now on your shop? So I expanded in early or late 2020 because, as you can imagine, bachelorette parties in the pandemic were one of the first events to go. They became a very unnecessary event for a lot of people. I mean, we did hear there was some drama of people that still wanted to have them in the height of the pandemic, but my sales really slowed. So it made me say, okay, I got to find another niche here. So I actually expanded in early 2021 to start adding marketing templates for other small business owners. And that was super fun. And it's something that if anyone listening is a mompreneur, maybe you can create some type of printable for your actual business, for your clients, for your customers. And that could be an additional revenue stream for you. Because most people that were taking through our course, maybe they, they don't even have a business. So they're thinking, oh, I want to sell directly to consumers. But you having a business or wanting to have a business, maybe you can actually create something that you could sell to your existing customer or audience or whatever. And that's sort of what I've been doing. And I've been trying to find other small business niches where I can help women by creating these essentially marketing templates, like workbooks they can print out to give to their clients or social media templates, et cetera. So that's been a fun niche for me and something that I've ex been excited about adding to my shop this year. On that note, we're going to say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back in just a moment here on Word of Mom Radio. Hi, this is Charlotte Felcher, and welcome to Kid Fun. I'm going to offer a very easy tip for having fun with the kids that comes from my book, Kid Fun, 401 Easy Ideas for Play. Kids love forts. It's very easy to make a fort. Actually, if you have a carton in the house, that's a great fort. They can play in it. They can have a sandwich in it. They can read a book in it. They can bring their stuffed animals in it. But another great way to have a fort is to take a sheet and place it over the kitchen table or the dining room table and then crawl under it. You and the kids, and you can make it a library. Have story time or a cafe and have a sandwich. That's my kid fun tip for today. You can get more information like this in my book, which is available at kidfunandmore.com. She is brave. She is strong. She is you. Because you're that woman who's got a product or a service that you're looking to promote. Or you're out there seeking to support other women in business to help women learn, network, and build the businesses of their dreams. Because when you win, we win. We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often, our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children go through some form of bullying or another. Most of us survive with scars. But for some, the inner demons created cannot be recognized or treated in time to ensure they make it through. Bullying in every form is very much avoidable. It starts with me, and it starts with you. This is Kelly Carius from No Such Thing as a Bully, reminding you to do your part when you see bullying happen. If you don't know what that is, call 403-447-4404 or go to nosuchthingasabully.com. Don't let the name fool you because stadiumbags.com has a line of clear bags that enable you to use your phone and your smart devices without removing them from your bag. Not only that, but the product is so good it'll stand up to the cleaning solvents that you need to use now to make sure that when you come home 
you come home safely. So take a look at stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we're your clear choice, because safety, it's in the bag. And we are back here on Word of Mom Radio. We're talking with Julie Berninger, and we're talking about how she has created this fabulous Etsy shop doing printables. I just think it's such an awesome idea. As women, you've got your e-printables course. Throw a couple of little seedlings out there to people what they would learn with you. Sure. I created ePrintables because I kept getting tons of people that were part of my customer base asking me, how are you doing this Etsy side hustle? So I actually recorded these over-the-shoulder videos where you could see my screen of how I was actually making the printable in Canva, where I was sourcing the clip art and the cute fonts, how I went about deciding using keyword research tools, which products to even make in the first place. Because I'm a huge person on making sure that you have ROI on your time. I think as a mom, sometimes I use my business as an escape because my life is like kind of crazy and I just like having that time. But then other times it's, I literally have no time. So if I don't make money during this two hours, like that's going to be a big problem. I need to make sure that this is worth it. So whenever I make a printable, I make sure that I pick something that does have the ability to make money on Etsy. It's not necessarily what's in my heart. I like, I'm very strategic about it. So I teach that, that sort of philosophy in my course. It's like, okay, let's make sure we're looking up keyword search volume and things to understand if this is actually going to have a chance to be successful. So all those things are packaged in a nice little video package that we have dozens of videos. The cool thing, too, is that we have a VIP Facebook group where you get 30 days free in the group. I'm live every Wednesday night at the same time answering people's questions. We have graphic design office hours where we have a graphic designer on our staff that can take a look at your stuff and give you feedback if you like. We also do fun trainings where we bring in people and they come in and give a special training just for our group. And the cool thing is that once you reach 100 sales, you get access to this membership for free. So then all the people that have been successful through the course, now they're in there too, chiming in, giving you feedback, letting, you know, sharing information on what's selling on Etsy and how they're doing, et cetera. So it's kind of a really fun environment. And all that is packaged into the ePrintables course. I have to tell you how much I love this because it's why we start a Word of Mom radio. You know, women empowering other women. So often, Julie, and I'm sure you have run across this. It's like, why are you teaching people how to do this? They should, you should, you know, let them hire you so you can do this. And I love your philosophy because let's face it, there are plenty of people who are going to go that route where it's like, pay me and I'll do this for you as opposed to let me show you how you can create this for yourself. You know, yeah, this, so I applaud you. And thank you. And, and this is why I'm doing this, because if this was a purely financial game for me, I would have stayed in my tech job and just saved a bunch of money, et cetera. But at this point in my life, and I'm starting to think of my 30s, like I want to make an impact. I want to do something that helps people. And yes, when I was working for a big company, the scale of it was helping a lot of people, but I never got to know, and I have no clue, like one particular customer. Whereas now I have this small business. I know people's names. I know that Sasha, she started the course two years ago. She was able to leave her full-time job. She got an RV. She traveled all around the RV with her two kids. She's like this awesome entrepreneur now. Now she's starting to launch her own course. Like I kind of directly impacted her, which was really cool. Or this other woman, Rachel, she actually started at the beginning super strong then had her second kid then took off for a little bit. And then when she came back, she said, you know what? I don't want this to be a side hustle. I actually really want this to be my full-time job. 
So instead of spending just a couple hours a week, which is what we teach, she spent like 15 to 20 hours a week and she made $150,000 on Etsy. This year alone was $120,000 of it. So it just shows you like printables are a cash cow. There's tons of potential. For me, I took six months off, off this year to move 3,000 miles cross country. So this has always been a side hustle for me. I'm spending a couple hours a month, maybe just keeping my shop up, answering people's questions. If they have a question on the product, I'm not like actively putting out as much stuff as I used to, but I'm still making over a thousand dollars a month, which I think is super cool. So that's where I love this side hustle. There's so much income potential. It's very creative. You can kind of pick what choose when you work and the stories of the people that have been through my course. It's what is motivating me right now as I mentioned before, like why I'm not in corporate, why I'm doing this. Share a story or two. I'd love to know a couple of stories. I mean, that's a great story with Sasha, but you know, the normal side hustle mom core, you know, stories. Yeah. So I think, you know, depending on where you want to go, um, we, the, the fun thing about this on Etsy, you get quick feedback. And actually this is one of the reasons why I, I used to have multiple side hustle courses. I had a blogging course, a freelancing course, but the reason that we doubled down on Etsy is that our students were more successful sooner. So with blogging, it's a long game. We would have students take the course and I've been blogging for years. Actually, I've made six figures blogging on my blog. I had a blog millennialboss.com that I've had for, since 2015. But our students taking the course, like they wouldn't get that first dollar for a very, very long time. And it's hard to do. Whereas on Etsy, we literally, and this has happened like way more than once, we've had people list a product and the next day they post in the group that it sold. Now, it, it only sold for like, you know, four bucks. Printables, it kind of takes a lot of volume to get things going. But they're getting that the initial feedback of making money. And that's what made this, this side hustle course and I think why it resonates so much with students is because this is not like the long game. You're, uh, there's people like I talked about Rachel that made 150000 because they really doubled down. But for most people, they want a little bit of cash and they want to cover the groceries. They want to contribute to the mortgage this month, super passively, add an extra revenue line to their business for figure revenue. Printables are perfect for that because you can just do a little bit of time. You can get that easy feedback loop, keeps you motivated, keeps you going. And that's kind of a traditional story with the course that we've seen a lot of people that are starting a side hustle go through. I, I just really like this. I truly do. Because again, you know, for some people making a few hundred dollars a month, you know, or $1,000, you know, just that little bit of extra. And then there are people that are going to dive all the way in and make it their full business, you know. So for you, I mean, you, you started out bachelorette parties, which I just think is awesome. Love the pivot because so many people have had to pivot during this pandemic. With this, I, I just, I like the way you pivoted. So where do you get your ideas from? You know, I mean, as you have continued to grow your shop. So I mentioned before that I'm really into keyword research and I don't want this to intimidate people because we've had people that they come into the course and they're the typical audience for printables. They use printables. They're like, Hey, I actually even like made this printable and I, maybe I'll just put it in my Etsy shop. An example, we had this one mom on Halloween. She was going trick or treating with her kids and she wasn't going to be at the door. So she put up a sign that said, please don't knock. Just take, take one, please. And she said, you know what? I'm just going to list it in the shop. She listed it, came back from trick-or-treating to all these sales on Etsy. And then I was actually like thinking that was genius because the same problem happened at my house. And I definitely needed the take one please sign because we had a bunch of kids that were like dumping all the candy into their bags, of course, as people do on Halloween. But yeah, it's just so many, so many of those kind of things that have happened. So you don't have to do keyword research. 
if you if you can be inspired by what you see in your own life, by what you see about the other moms in the neighborhood, your kids' school, whatever, but your grandkids' schools, et cetera. But if you do want to do keyword research, I'll give you one tip. We have like six different tools we teach in this in the course, but I like to look up trends. So trends.google.com. I don't know if anyone's ever used it, but they are showing you keyword search volume over the course of time. You pick what the time frame is for Google searches. So for example, a couple of days after Halloween, I actually went and used trends.google.com just to get a sense of what was trending. And one keyword tip I saw was that turkey in disguise was trending. And apparently turkey in disguise is some type of like printable turkey thing that people in schools are using as a kid's activity. So shared that with my students. A couple of people made them and have made sales, Thanksgiving sales already. And it was kind of like when people were done with Halloween, they were now searching for the next thing for their classrooms and kids to do. So that's a good tip of how to do it. And you don't, you don't have to, like I said, but it makes it easier because you know a lot of people are looking for this. So there's a chance that you're going to make more sales because there's just more people. Now, when you do that in keywords, because we talk about this a lot in our business spotlight, that very often people, when they'll hashtag something to look for their keywords, they'll go with the one that people are searching millions of. We kind of tell them, it's like, you know what, go for something that people are searching 500 of, because that way you can get to the top of something faster. If millions of people are searching for something, how long do you think it's going to take before you and your keyword is going to rise up there? Does that make sense? You know, am I, are we sharing good advice? You're nodding your head. You are. You are. So, you know, I can give you an example. Um, when Father's Day comes around, we had this training that we did in our group where you can use a tool to see that Father's Day was a very hot keyword for principals on Etsy. But of course, everyone and their mother is tagging Father's Day. So you're kind of in this sea of people. Well, we saw that first Father's Day was a long tail keyword. That's the word sort of that you're describing where it's less people, but still a significant amount, like 500 per month is a good amount to use as your baseline. And, you know, we're talking about people that this is, they have a baby and this is their first Father's Day or their significant other's pregnant, whatever. So we encourage people like to consider that making a product specifically for that audience versus the general Father's Day audience and then, you know, getting more sales through that. So totally agree. You know what? It's amazing because people don't realize, you know, again, and getting up there, you know, great. You're trending in something that a lot of people are searching for. That's awesome. But Again, 550, 75. If you are getting, if that many people are looking for that every month, you're getting to the top of that search. You want to get yourself, you know, raise yourself up there. So I just love this. As we're wrapping things up, Julie, what do you want to leave our listeners with? And please let them know how to reach out to you. Awesome. So I guess what I want to leave you with is that what I learned from when I went to the conference by myself and just decided to give this a go, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. I think that's a Wayne Gretzky quote. I'm just going to say that. So if this does interest you and you want to capture the potential result here, which is at least a you know, four-figure income stream for yourself every month, could be more if you spend more time on it, you got to take that first step. And the best way to do that is that I have a free ebook. If you want to learn more about it, just dance around, see if you like it, get ideas. It's called The Seasonal Product Secret. If you would like, I'll share the link, Dory. You can put that in the show notes. 
and you can sign up for this and then get ideas. So basically what it is, it gives you 12 months of calendar ideas, printables that you can make that we've seen sell on Etsy. It talks about another keyword tool that I didn't mention today that we absolutely love, awesome for getting search volume on Etsy. And it will just sort of maybe be that first step for you. You don't have to commit to like giving this a go on your computer, but it could be that first step. So if you're interested, check out the link in the show notes and we're excited to see what you'll build. And where can they reach out to you? Julie. You can find me at goldcityventures.com um, or I'm on Instagram at Millennial Boss. Millennial has two L's and two N's. And I'm a huge like Facebook-ish person, but I'm not, I'm not like super into it. So I would say check out Instagram, Millennial Boss or goldcityventures.com. All the links will be live on our page. We will have a link to the ebook. I suggest you grab it because it's a great ebook and it's got awesome ideas again, that are not difficult to implement. And what you want to make, uh, you know, a side hustle or a new business for yourself, it's a great way to start. So, Julie, thank you so much for taking the time to share with us here today on Word of Mom Radio. I really appreciate you spending some time with us. Thanks for having me, Dory. It was our pleasure. And to all of you tuning in, thanks so much for being here with us. We're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is true. She is true.